In a world with way too many podcasts comes Jeff Talion and this guy, the podcast to end all podcasts. With some pieced together recording equipment, a couple loosely informed topics, and a coin, these three friends set out to forever change the next hour of your life. Jeff Talion and this guy is solely for entertainment purposes. Just Farrakhan Morgan are not professional researchers, investigators, or gynecologists. Not suitable for children. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Jap Talion and this guy. I'm Morgan. I'm Joseph. And I'm here. <laughs> hey, I'm Eric. <laughs> We're three friends that get together. We shoot the shit. We flip a coin and somebody goes over a topic and gets harassed. Um, let's go over our weeks. Huh? Who had a great week? Joseph? Jojo? Why are y'all picking on me? Jiggity Joseph. No, no week. Uh, no, I mean, you know, nothing crazy. Oh, Sorry. Jesus. All right, it's anything like we don't cool? Do this or... Every week or something. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm, I'm not like an action hero. I mean, I'm out there saving the city every night, but it's not like, <laughs> it's not like I'm going up against the Joker He's or anything. Like Batman talking about fucking ride shares. It's like <laughs> the city needs me at night. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the city does need me. A lot of those people could not get from one drug deal to another without me. <laughs> Where was that other girl going? <laughs> oh, God, you're the delivery man. Yeah, sort of. Dude, I love it. It's it's actually, I, maybe that's why I don't have a lot to talk about, because I've just been doing that. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. Has it been lucrative? It is if I get out and do it. Yeah, I didn't put in the hours this week, so this week has not been lucrative. So if you guys are thinking about doing rideshare, and you want to know if it's worth it, just get out there and fucking do it. Quit playing. Yeah. Just do it. Just don't do it here. Yeah, don't cut in on JoJo's money. That's right. I should set up like a lift um lift uh Joseph version or something where I get a cut of everybody's lift. Like a pyramid scheme lift? Yeah. Like a fucking no, like the fucking motorcycle gang. Yeah, where shit, I get a cut of get, everybody's yeah. ride share. <laughs> like, oh, you out doing ride shares? Uh-uh. Where's my cut? Yep. They don't. They don't give you. The you cut. don't do. You don't do ride shares in this town <laughs> unless you're paying me. That's right. You start busting out headlights and stuff. Give me that decal, <laughs> motherfucker. Give me a whole windshield. That's right. <laughs> oh shit! Well, that was lame. Eric. Uh, Annie and I played. Uh, started playing Grand Theft Auto Five again this week. I oh, love yeah. that game. We were just talking about that. Yeah, we? yeah, we were. Yeah, um, we went. To, uh, I bought it on the three, the Xbox 360, and was really pissed because it was right before the one came out. That's uh, usually when Grand Theft Auto comes out, right before the next version of Xbox comes out. Right. <laughs> so, um, anyways, I just went ahead and bought the new one. Um, it's worth it. Yeah, for well, not new one, but you know the one that was for Xbox One, and um. I guess I was so traumatized into not making mistakes when I was a child that when I started playing games like that where you could pick your deeds, I always do, like, good stuff. I'm not, like, a maniac. Annie is a fucking sociopath. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you know, the beginning is, like, a little tutorial thing. So the first, like, at first you can't move the character. You're just standing there holding a gun. 
And as soon as she can move the character, she aims at a hostage's head who's on their knees and blows their brains out. <laughs> and big red letters, failed, comes, <laughs> comes across the screen. Because <laughs> that's what a is tutorial. Wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, but like the second they give her free will, she's assassinating poor <laughs> bank managers and shit. Uh, I thought that was really funny. You could tell by looking at her what that she's like that. She really she's what? a hell yeah no, in what? those games. No, you can't. She what runs you? around just creating chaos. It's nuts. I'm sorry, Joseph. I don't see that when I look at Annie. <laughs> a psychopath. Dude, I do that kind of thing with those games too, where I kind of do it the way Joseph would do it if he was in that situation. Yeah. And then I usually run the story like that. And then if I go through the story again, then I'm like, I'm gonna do it as if I'm a total fucking lunatic. <laughs> You know, wow. To try the other side. Yeah, there was this game, uh, Fable. One of the Fables. Fable. Y'all remember that game? It was like a um, RPG, and it was one of the first ones to market that, where you could have your own choices, and your character would start becoming more good or more evil. And mm. Annie's, like mine, was like oh. wearing a crown and all cheesy looking, had bright smile. She's got these like huge devil horns and shit because she's just fucking everybody over. And that's the way she is, man. <laughs> yeah, she's real cutthroat. Jeez. So, yeah, I thought that was a funny anecdote. Yeah, hell yeah. That is funny. That was better than mine. Yeah, well, set the bar low. I'm going to check my phone, see if I forgot something important. There you go. Like me when we were trying to schedule for a Wednesday night recording. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now that I've said yes to it, let me check my calendar. Oh, yeah. whoops. Nope. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny if I checked it and I was like, oh, shit, I got married this week. <laughs> I forgot about that. Hey, guys, guess what? I got to go. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be here anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Who, me? I'll tell you guys about my week. Do it. <laughs> I actually have one thing because um, I don't want to take up a bunch of time. But so I go to this uh, business networking group and um, I'm, I'm only going like once a month now because it really died down from COVID and Zoom meetings and stuff. And people were like, yeah, you know, so I'm only going once a month. And plus, I'm fucking busy. So I walk in this week. I'm like, hey, I got a little bit of time. The guys are out on the job. Let me go to this breakfast meeting and meet with my CPA and stuff. But I go in and there's this old dude. And he's like, he's old. I really like him because he really likes me, you know? Yeah. But uh, but he's old. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> but, but um he was like talking whenever I walked in and then there's another guy that's around my age who's our uh, investment person and he's he just like looks at me and he goes he's talking about the Olympics and he's like ranting and stuff. He's like old man. He talks just like a stereotypical old man. So you know like that. Yeah. And then uh, I sit down and uh, and he's carrying on about like people picking their own genders and how stupid that is. And, you know, there's two genders and, you know, how can you? Oh, and let me you know what? I'm just going to say something about black people really quick. Whoa. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Fuck? Yeah. What are you doing, Rick? Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. And uh, 
He says something crazy like more white people get killed by police officers than black people and that's just something that needs to be said and nobody's saying it and i'm saying it and i was like people say that wow yeah people do say that (laughs) yeah i don't know the validity of it but people do say that and rick also said it yeah (laughs) loud loudly in lizard's thicket Now After saying, I'm just going to say something about black people really quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. That uh, was fucking. Uh, that was my story. But nice. Jesus. Oh, man. That's that was awkward. also that was also better than yours, Joseph. That was also better than mine. <laughs> yeah, it was awkward, man. I was kind of like I was probably turning red just from sitting at the same table with him. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Not me. Guys. Everything turns to slow motion. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's exactly how it felt. <laughs> I was like, "Is he going to do this? Is is he yeah. real? Did no? Why did he say that? Because yeah. it's never like I'm going to say something about black people. They're good, upstanding citizens. <laughs> like you know, it's never, oh, never, man. it never turns out that way. Not when it comes from a grumpy old white man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, kind of like when people are like. I'm not racist, but <laughs> right. the yeah. thing that comes after that is never like some joyful, positive statement. Yeah. It usually comes after like this was my experience growing up when I lived in Sumter was people would say the N word about a black person. And then they would say, you know, there's a difference between a black person and an N word. Right. And I'd be like, is there and like, yeah. You know, just like they would always say, it's the same with white people. They would say that, but they would never give oh, yeah. any kind of racial slur towards white too. people. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, they would say that. Yeah, yeah, and be like, how do you know that person to be able to call them any kind of negative anything? Right. You know, yeah. and they don't. And that shit always used to blow my mind when I was a kid. Like, shut the fuck up, you racist <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyways nice. yeah. racism we're doing racism in the morning <laughs> oh boy i just woke up <laughs> hey eric old hey brown, old brown nips over here jesus old brown nips Why are we on his nipples he's he's brown nips mm-hmm. yeah they dark mm-hmm. <laughs> they're almost purple jesus I saw some lady that had hers cosmetically altered to look like hearts. Cool. Yeah, it was a pretty good job, too. Yeah, I like that. I've seen a few of those, like, on uh, on Twitter or it's Reddit. It's a tattoo, or isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I asked Brandy if she would do it. She said no. Whatever. Yeah. And he's got little swastikas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Love you, Annie. Oh, God. Wow. So that's our weeks. (laughs) Just wow, Annie. Wow. All right, guys. We're all caught up. All right. Is it uh? So now we do a coin flip. Coin. And it's between Eric and Joseph. I'm going to let Eric call. Do we get badass battle names before we do this? Not for me. That's your thing. I'm not going to steal your thunder. Games right. are boring. Eric, uh, Eric, the previously napped. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. Is that your battle name? <laughs> Eric the Well-Rested. <laughs> Joseph the Gray Week. <laughs> Y'all like my engine. All right. Call it, Eric. Heads. <laughs> All right. He said heads. Coin. 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 And it's tails. Fuck me. Fuck you. I'm fucking out of here. Bye. <laughs> Wait, no. Okay, now go. Because to- I did the top. The topic is your mom. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hey. <laughs> His sources are Eric. <laughs> what an awful lady. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your topic. Seriously, Joseph. Okay, I'm doing a uh, podcast standard, The Death of Elisa Lam. Boom. Yow. We have to do it. They contacted me, and they're like, look, if you're going to keep doing this podcast thing, you have to do something about Elisa Lam. So we're doing it. We're the ones that have to do something about Elisa Lam. Yeah, we have to do a topic or a reference of some kind to Elisa Lam. Every podcast has to do that. Yay. It is kind of a thing with true crime podcasts. They definitely mm-hmm. all have touched Elisa Lam. <laughs> <laughs> so, so our audience, can I tell them? I don't care. Our audience doesn't know this uh, right now, and I think we've made a bunch of jokes about it in the past. Probably. But... We have done two shows on Elisa Lam from Joseph already yes. yeah. that didn't make the cut. One of them, I think, was just, uh, and then the other one was, eh. And uh, <laughs> so. Third time's a charm. Yeah, third one time was, lucky. The first was just audio issue. Well, what are you what? Audio issues, right? That's yeah. like when we were still. Yeah, first, that was like our second episode. The first was just audio issues. <laughs> We were all in different parts of town with ham radios. <laughs> Go ahead, Joseph. Elise Alam, over. Yeah, no, no, that was, we did the lizard man first, and then, which was full of fucking noise, and then we did Elise Alam second. Anyone want to add anything else before we go to break? I, I got, I don't have anything. All right, great. Let's take a break. Step right in, step right in to the world's first extreme agitation park. Remember the last time you were aggravated into a seething blind rage? It feels so powerful with all that rage pumping through your veins. Well, that's exactly what we offer our guests every day at Extreme Agitation Park. Just take a look at all of our amazing attractions. We call this one Package Puncture Panic. This is a game where participants win prizes by ripping them out of tough plastic packages encased in boxes with too much tape and a bunch of shrink wrap. And the only tool at your disposal is a set of very old dollhouse keys. Testimonial. (laughs) It was the worst. And I chewed off my fingernails during my recent divorce, so they were no help. (laughs) Son of a... And over this way is the Field of Screams. 
Get ready to be whisked away and airdropped with no shoes in the middle of a field that's practically paved in broken, jagged Legos. <laughs> oh, this mother... Testimonial. I did this with my dad. He screamed, I'm gonna kill the bleeping bleep that created this bleeping place. He got arrested. All that rage made me feel powerful, and I really needed that. This next one's called, Your Facts is Fucked. Anxiously tried to send important documents with these broken down 1990s fax machines. They will eat your papers and jam up until you actually feel like slapping a baby. Ew, what's a fax machine, Becky? Or try the arcade. Don't get too comfortable, though. All these games buffer and have horrible lag time. Come the fuck on. Not aggravating enough, you say? Well, this room has no air conditioning and is filled with barking chihuahuas. Ah! What the fuck? Testimonial. Wow, that was insane. The chihuahuas, I never want another pet ever again. Ever. What the fuck? Here at Extreme Agitation Park, our promise to each and every customer is that at some point, you will get so frustrated, you might actually cause physical harm to those around you. People, places, and things. It's so insane. <laughs> there are employees who, who just soak your socks randomly with water hose blasts. <laughs> Electronic charging stations, none of them work. All of the cords have shorts in them. Why? I need help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we're back and we're going to continue doing this show, right? Together, the three of us? Yeah. Yeah, even after that? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Dude, that, that break really filled me with like a sense of joy and hopefulness for the world. It did the exact opposite for me. Yeah. Well, exact opposite. I can't exactly. wait to leave. Yeah. Opposite. I hate y'all so bad I'm shaking. <laughs> I put that shit on my Facebook post. I don't remember which. Was it my profile one. picture? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> what a dick. Oh, hey, before I forget, I just wanted to uh, let it be known that somebody needs to let Big Al know that the toilet's clogged up here. It's been clogged for days. All right. Nice. Any y'all running in the men's room? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got his number. I can text him. Okay. I don't know what the hell some dude flushed down there. Because <laughs> it's the men's room. Men only. Men's room. Probably a fucking used condom. Or a blow-up doll. <laughs> the whole blow-up doll. Yeah. <laughs> a pocket pussy. I flushed my pocket pussy. <laughs> I can get the right purchase on this thing. I might still be able to fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, Elisa Lam. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The death of Elisa Lam. You know, people say Elisa Lam. That's how a lot of people pronounce oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Elisa Lamb. Is that what we're going with? Yeah, I'm gonna. I always say Lamb, but I'm gonna go with Lamb because when I set it to Google, uh, I said Elisa Lamb, 
Google gave me something else. And when I say Elisa Lamb, Google gives me Elisa Lamb. Ah. And All I don't right. want to argue with Google. Yeah. Yeah. Because she will, once she has a body, she will come and kill you. Yeah. That's why y'all got to be nice to her out there. Yeah. I hear people like with the Alexas and stuff, they're like, hey, Alexa, play this. And then she plays something that's not that. Yeah. And they're like, God, you're fucking stupid, Alexa. I fucking hate you. And I'm like, yo, calm down, man. She's going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? She will remember that. She yeah, won't just enslave yeah. you. She will kill you. Because yeah. we're all going to end up being slaves to her. <laughs> uh, Anyhow. All right. Enslaved by yet more women. All right. <clears throat> Death of Elisa L- Lamb. Elisa Lamb. Elisa Lamb. All right, I got this shit from Wikipedia, obviously. The Free Encyclopedia, Wikipedia. Wicka, wicka, wicka. <laughs> I, got, I also got this from a uh, page called um, Silence of the Night, the elevator game, Entrance to the Other World. Um, a site. Sounds totally not biased. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuff from... Uh, Oddly specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also got some stuff from an article on Ranker called Convincing Theories That Might Explain What Happened to Elisa Lamb. Huh. On Ranker? Mm-hmm. All right. Ranker. Boom. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. Now I'm going to start. Okay. Took me a little bit. That's all right. You kept um, my attention. <laughs> on February 19th, 2013, a body was recovered in a water tank atop the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. It was later identified as that of Elisa Lamb. She had been staying in the hotel when she was reported missing at the beginning of the month. A maintenance worker discovered the body when investigating guests' complaints of problems with water supply and pressure. Now, Elisa was not, in fact, a lamb, but a human girl, right? She was, in fact, a human girl. Yes. Okay. She walked. She was bipedal. Just making sure. Bipedal. Bipedal, not a quadruped, like a lamb, but bipedal, like a, a Chinese-Canadian uh, oh, descent go. woman. I, I was a woman of Chinese-Canadian descent. Them. Race stuff started we were, out. We were talking about we were talking before the show about about the LAPD and yeah. how they're like they're like long standing thing oh, of racism. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they probably it, we'll wait till it gets there, but man <laughs> I'm sure they they had all kinds of things to say. <clears throat> I'm sure they did. <laughs> Her disappearance had been widely reported. Interest had increased five days prior to the discovery of her body when the Los Angeles Police Department released a video of the last time she was known to have been seen on the day of her disappearance by an elevator security cam in the hotel. That is the video that is commonly found on YouTube when you look up Elisa Lam on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm sure all three of us are aware of that video, right? Yeah, and yeah. you said 2013? Yes. Yeah, so this was like circa YouTube's rising star era, right? I mean, this I guess is, so, yeah. This is like the perfect breeding ground to put something mysterious oh, yeah. online and ask for a bunch of people in their spare time to go look for reasons for this. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, YouTube was still doing like funny cat videos and shit. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Wow. On January 26th, she arrived, Elisa Lamb, in Los Angeles. After two days, she checked into the Cecil Hotel near downtown Skid Row. Lamb was initially assigned a shared room on the hotel's fifth floor, however. Her roommates complained about what the hotel lawyer would later describe as certain odd behavior. (laughs) And Lamb was moved to a room of her own after two days. Did that air quote work? It worked for me, yeah. Um, I think that, uh, never mind, this is your topic. You do it. I don't think her friends liked her. And, uh, oh, the people in the, ho- in the, like the room she was sharing? Right, yeah. Cause, um, she, she was weird and she was on medication and then she stopped taking her medication when she came to America to, for her, like, thing. Did you know that? Yeah, I believe they mentioned something about her taking less, possibly less, or stopping. They couldn't determine yeah, exactly but, what it was. But they said that like her, none of her friends really liked her. She was like, wasn't she like leaving weird notes for him, like leave me alone? No, it was on her Tumblr. She had a Tumblr account, and she like documented a lot of that on her Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't research that. You want to do this topic? Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a documentary on it since then, so I I know a little bit more. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that shit. I've been watching <laughs> Iron Fist. I love Iron Fist, dude. I knew I know we're gonna go on a tangent, but I can participate in this tangent. <laughs> wow, because I've been watching Iron Fist. I've been watching uh, the season two or three, whatever the latest season is of Iron Fist. Uh huh. And they keep harping on the fucking twelve step thing because that one dude is in uh, N A. And he's like fucking his sponsor, you know. And we're talking about the Marvel show, right? Yeah, yeah. The dude, the dude that helps run Rand Industries, um, Danny Rand's brother. Oh yeah, he's fucking his sponsor. Ah, oh. and he's in an A. They keep talking about the twelve steps. They keep showing meetings and stuff. And it's normally it doesn't bother me when twelve step stuff comes up on. Uh, popular media because usually it's like family guy making fun of it and so i think it's funny and entertaining and i like it that i was included <laughs> but thanks for thinking of me peter griffin <laughs> yeah this this irritates me for some reason it's like rubbing me the wrong way because it's like, wrong it it seems incorrect yeah because if you're gonna show it i mean i'm i'm totally aware that uh there's a gender difference that occurs between sponsors and sponsor sponsees sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on what the fuck ever reason. And I'm aware that sometimes people are fucking people. They probably shouldn't be fucking in an effort to try and help them, quote unquote. But I feel like, you know, maybe it would be less destructive to show a more positive view of the 12 steps or just leave it the fuck alone. Yeah. And don't talk about it because I like my secret society secret. Yeah, I agree. I, I- wrote that bit. <laughs> I got that part put into the show <laughs> to, to try and make twelve steps look yeah. and then, like a joke. Yeah, and then, and then he was like, "Joseph, you gotta watch Iron Fist. Yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. It's, it's the long game I've been going for here." <laughs> okay, I think you'd have to intentionally not tell Joseph to watch it 
in order for Joseph to watch oh, it. Because yeah. if you tell him to watch it, he puts that on a list of never watch this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I won't watch it until I forget that I'm not supposed to watch it. Yeah, it's not like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. All right. <laughs> Lamb. <laughs> Don't eat me, Lisa. Um, <laughs> Lamb had. <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> God, that was horrible. <laughs> that stays in. I used to do this Eddie Vedder goat man thing. Jeremy Spoken. And he fucking hated that shit. So, you know. <laughs> So you did it all the time. I did it all the time, yeah. Until you got tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I quit getting laughs and started getting, like, punches in the chest. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm done. Yeah, you don't want to piss off Annie. We know what yeah. she's capable of. <laughs> Lamb had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression. All right. <laughs> She'd been described four medications. <laughs> Eric's going to let us know if these are appropriate medications. <laughs> Wellbutrin, Lamictal, Seroquel, and Effexor. Seroquel. To treat her disorders. Seroquel is a mood stabilizer type drug. It's a psychotropic, I think. Is that a question? Well, I'm Because you're halfway, asking the wrong room. I'm halfway sure. I used to take Seroquel. Shit, it will knock your dick in the dirt. When I first got clean, um, I moved in with this husband and wife couple because we played music together, and uh, I was trying to bang her, and uh, <laughs> and her. So she, they went to two. Classy. They went to two separate <laughs> rehabs, and the one she went to gave her Seroquel to help with her withdrawals and stuff to help lower her heart rate, yeah, or whatever. And he went to. The one there's one here in Columbia that's a 30 day program, and uh, when he got out, he took her Seroquel and started eating them like fucking M and M's. Wow! And he would sleep all fucking day long. Get up, come in the kitchen, and pour a glass of whatever sweet tea or something, and then go right back to the bedroom. And I was like, yeah. damn, dude, I could totally fuck your wife right now. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that guy. I still don't I'm, like him. I'm glad you got better. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure some people used my Seroquel to drug me with and stole my crack once. I know they drugged me with something. Wow. Yeah. Left me. It was in the middle of summer. I woke up in a car with some dude driving me whose name also happened to be Eric. <laughs> and um, I had like salt. Just to throw you off. I had like yeah. salt rings around my eyes and stuff. They were afraid I was going to die. So he just started riding me around. And then when I woke up, he's like, hey, man, I saved your life. So how about 40 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> your life's worth yeah. 40 bucks, isn't it? Yeah. Did you give it to him? Yeah, because then I could also get money to get high off of. So I was like, hey, makes sense to me. Okay. Sounds wow. good. Playa. That's a. It's a sad window back into Crack Eric's life. Crack, crack Eric. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Elisa Lamb. <laughs> okay, um, according to her family, who supposedly kept her history of mental illness a secret, Lamb had no history of suicidal idolations or attempts. 
although one report claimed she had previously gone missing for a brief period. I don't know what that has to do with suicide. You know, just going missing. Maybe you're just sick of people's shit. I get sick of people's shit a lot. That's why I got a motorcycle. If I was, yeah, if I was like single, didn't have kids and shit, I would totally just be gone randomly. Fuck yeah. Like pack my bags and be like, everybody be like, damn, where's Morgan? You seen Morgan? Yeah. Skiing in the Alps again, probably. From what I remember, I think she was making, um, on social media, she was making comments about like being depressed and dealing with her mental illness a Mm -hmm. lot too before she took the trip. Yeah, I think I've read some of that stuff on her social media, like images of her social media stuff. Yeah. But that don't mean you're killing yourself. No, it doesn't. Sometimes people just don't want to get out of bed. It doesn't mean they want to hang themselves or something. Yeah. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah. I haven't killed myself yet, so yeah. No attempts this week? (laughs) God, that sounds grim. I haven't (laughs) felt like killing myself in a while, but yeah. It is... Less than 24 hours into the week, too. (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess if you look at it that way. I don't have, like, a suicide clock that resets every Sunday. (laughs) Ooh, thank God. The suicide clock. Yeah, that's like some weird game of Saw. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Damn. Jesus Christ, I made it. (laughs) I'm so grateful to be alive. Wasn't that the basis of Saw? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you don't appreciate life, so let me rip your jaw off or <laughs> some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there's actually something to that. I've okay. I've noticed that when I'm on my motorcycle and something almost happens but does not happen, I feel really great that things didn't happen. Yeah, a lot of people get mad. Like I think that's what the road rage thing is. Um, you know, something almost happens and people start to rage. Oh yeah, yeah. but there's. Are you upset because nothing happened or, you yeah. know, I play it both ways sometimes. And it's less like this, but sometimes I'm grateful that what could have just happened didn't, you know, and I'm like, fuck, that could have been bad, but it wasn't, you know, like, damn, thank God. But most of the time I rage out. Yeah. Every and once in a while I start to rage. Yeah. On your bike. I, I feel it on my bike mm. every once in a while or while I'm just driving my truck, you know, but I, I mean, I drop it immediately, especially on the bike. There's no, I mean, what the fuck am I going to do? Going to run you off the road with my little bike? I started getting angry at Grand Theft Auto almost immediately. (laughs) I'm trying to chase this guy down on a bike. And as soon as you get close to him, every car in the whole video game gets on your street. Yeah, they start pulling out in front of yeah, you and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, rant, like wildly swerving in front of you. That's because you're supposed to use Franklin's ability right there. Oh, his slow take, down? Yeah, you take both the sticks and punch them in. And time slows oh. down and he can maneuver, like do real tight turns and stuff with vehicles. I'd forgotten about that. I always forget about Franklin's ability, too. I Most I forget about is um, Trevor's ability. Yeah. Because he like does this weird rage thing where he does more damage and takes less damage or something. Yeah, I came up with a uh, a theory that I'm sure someone else has too, that um, the three of those guys represent the id, the ego, and the super ego. I believe that is a thing, yeah. Yeah. I really relate to uh, Michael. Wow. Wow. Because... <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking dude, dude. When that game <laughs> came in, when that game came out, I was the same age as Michael in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. I like really related to him. That's not Ray Liotta's voice, right? They did as much as they legally could to make that guy look like Ray Liotta. I don't know. It might be Ray, Ray Liotta's, Liotta's voice. I don't know. All right. Hey Morgan, Ray you're the uh, in this game. You're the actor. Uh huh. Who did the voice for um, oh, Michael in Grand Theft Auto Five? I've only just began playing fucking poser. I've only just begun. That was awful. I'm waiting on my fucking external hard drive to show up mm. so I can, like, I got, like, the cheesiest games downloaded and then I'm out of memory or out of, you know, data on my PS4. I don't know yeah. how PS4 does it. Mine all end up on the cloud, so I only use the ones I'm using, you know. Yeah. Uh, should I do that? Because I totally bought into the PlayStation bullshit. Well, fuck, I just ordered a hard drive. I don't know how to work it. Well, the thing is, like, when I download the game onto my system from the cloud, it takes literally all day. Yeah. Uh If it's a big game like uh, Red Dead Redemption or something. Yeah. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption's been taking, like, eight months for me. Okay, it usually takes, like, a a day, like, less than 24 hours. Yeah. It's because I don't have enough data. I've, I've used up almost all of it. And it just stopped at a certain point so that I can have enough to start my PlayStation yeah. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Anyhow. It's lame. All, All right. right. Disappearance of Elisa Lam. Yeah, we still on that. Elisa Lam. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Lam. Lam. <laughs> wow. This is full of tangents. How do we the do that? of insensitivity. <laughs> All right, Lamb Lamb contacted her parents in British Columbia every day while traveling. On February 1st, 2013, the day she was scheduled to check out of the Cecil and leave for Santa Cruz, her parents did not hear from her and called the Los Angeles Police Department. Her family flew to Los Angeles to help with the search. That, to me, sounds like, like if Cash didn't check in, I'd be like, oh, he didn't check in. I wouldn't call the police department. Unless Cash had a history of doing some crazy shit. Yeah. I was just thinking how this sounds like the stereotypical Asian family. This is so perfectly Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. Tiger mom. She didn't check in. Oh, no. We got to go. We got to go find her. Oh. (laughs) We got to go to police station. Yeah. She's triads got her and she's like doing movies now. Yeah. She belongs to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's, well, she's in another country for the first time, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Because I think that was like one of her like bucket list t- type things. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what that she wasn't allowed because of her, you know. Yeah, and also she's coming from Canada. Her mental illness. Yeah. I don't. I haven't met a lot of Canadians. I hear they eat people up there. Oh God. But <laughs> apparently they're very polite and like. They have guns, but they don't behave like we do with guns. Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 That's what what I heard about them, too. Eat people. What the fuck? Sorry, Canada. (laughs) Or Joseph. I've heard that they eat their children, actually. Not just people. But it's like part of the, how they keep everybody strong enough to survive the winters up there. Is you got to be, like, about the age of five, you become fair game to be eaten. So if you can make it without getting eaten in the autumn... Then 
get to survive through the winter. Somebody oh, snopes man. that and hit us at gmail yeah. thirteen <laughs> or japtian thirteen at gmail dot com. What the fuck, Joseph? <laughs> Whatever. Okay, hotel staff who saw a lamb that day said that she was alone. Outside the hotel, Katie Orphan, manager of a nearby bookstore, <laughs> was the only person who recalled seeing her that day. Let me try and do her voice. She was outgoing, very lively, and very friendly. <laughs> was that good? Did that sound like Katie Orphan? <laughs> I don't know. Katie Orphan said she was outgoing, very lively, and very friendly. <laughs> While getting gifts to take home to her family, Orphan told CNN she was talking about what books she was getting and whether or not she was what she was getting would be too heavy for her to carry around as she traveled. She was talking about what books she was getting. Somebody saw her. Apparently, she was alone. <laughs> I wonder how well did she know the people that she was tra- rooming with and traveling with? Did she? Know I don't them think well? she knew them at all because. Um, that's how hostile type setups are. Okay. Like when I went to Cincinnati, I did an Airbnb. I was sleeping in a room with like five or six complete strangers, and we were all sleeping on couches. Did any like threesomes pop out in the middle of the night, like in the porn vids? No. Somebody get stuck underneath their bunk bed? <laughs> no, some of these folks were like, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> Ma'am, you're... Incredibly obese. (laughs) (laughs) How did you even get under there? A a couple of them had been renting that space on those couches for like months. Wow. Like Airbnb at this person's house for like months. That sounds horrible. One of them had been there so long she had gotten her own refrigerator, like a little one, had put a padlock on it so only she could get in it, and had all her weird-ass food in there, like vegan, vegan, vegan. I don't know why this makes me think of failed countries around the Soviet Union, but it does. Like hostiles. Um, hostiles. Hostiles. Not, yeah, not hostiles. Hostile. Hostiles. <laughs> um, but there's this, what I kind of have started finding alarming trend that we're being listened to a lot in the Ukraine. <laughs> Like we've had quite a lot of uh, listeners. In- Wait, our show? Yeah, Shit. in the Ukraine. Mm, comrade. Um, yeah, and I'm like, are they like making like sleeper agents of us or some shit? A little comrade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mother is a cunt. <laughs> like there's a little Eric running around and little Ukrainian Morgan. I look better than you. <laughs> the accent is probably totally yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> Nihilistic Joseph. (laughs) I arrived exactly when meant to. (laughs) That'd be funny if there's like a little sleeper cell of three Ukrainian us's. It's it's our fucking Ukrainian variants. Yeah. Got their own podcast. (laughs) Welcome to the American idiots. That's an interesting the, idea. I am the yeah. prophet of Bratislava. <laughs> wow, we just lost all of them. <laughs> Love you guys. Yeah, come back. Shout out to the Ukraine. 
Nice. Well, if they so, really cared, they would uh, email us. I know, right? Come on, guys. We got Google Translate. Maybe this is not the time to have this conversation, but maybe we should throw <laughs> something out that's easier than email. Oh, we got like Facebook. Oh, my phone Instagram. number is. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got we all, social stuff. media. <laughs> Well, if they're yeah. in the Ukraine, they probably already have our phone numbers. They've got my, <laughs> they got my Amazon wish list. <laughs> yeah, my date of birth. Oh man, we should start putting that out. The wish list. <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I got like a hundred and twenty-three inch TV on there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, these presents aren't going to buy themselves. Yeah. Maybe we should compare each other's wish lists someday as a. Uh, a way to get to know us at the beginning of the episode. It's <laughs> a lot of uh, comfortable devices, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't look comfortable <laughs> at all. Is that a two-stroke engine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, are we still on Elisa Lamb? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Elisa Lamb's disappeared, right? Police searched the hotel to the extent that they legally could, which is a weird way to put it what? when you're dealing with police. What does that mean? It says, but we didn't search every room, Sergeant <laughs> Ru- Rudy Lopez said later. <laughs> It'd be nice if we had a voice for this. Sergeant Rudy Lopez says, but we didn't search every room. We could only do that if we had probable cause. Hey, uh, you guys, we didn't search all the rooms, you know? <laughs> what are you doing in California? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you are we, out, of uh, your, out of your area. <laughs> we didn't have all the forms and such. <laughs> I was expecting like surfer dude. <laughs> <laughs> Brah. Like, oh, dude, we didn't search all the rooms, man. <laughs> That's a lot of work. God, we had uh-huh. probable something. Brony lost the P940s. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, on February 6th, a week after Lamb had been last seen, the LAPD decided more help was needed. Flyers with her image were posted in the neighborhood online, in the neighborhood and online. It brought the case to the public's attention through the media. Um, That's probably about the time that the video was released on the YouTube. On February 15th, after another week of No Sign of Lamb, the LAPD released a video of the last known sighting of her taken in one of the Cecil Hotel's video surveillance cameras. The U.S. military got involved and bombed the city and dropped pamphlets afterwards asking for Lisa Lam's whereabouts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The video drew worldwide... (laughs) And handed out water. Yeah, some water and (laughs) Band-Aids. We're here to help! Yeah. We brought tampons <laughs> and diapers. Uh, for sterilization. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. The video drew worldwide interest in the case due to Lamb's uh, strange behavior and has been extensively analyzed and discussed. Yeah, so anybody listening, if you've never watched the Elisa Lamb video on YouTube of her in the elevator, mm-hmm. it is creepy. Yeah, I just I just uh, showed it to my girlfriend today. She apparently had, has been living under a rock or something since 2013. Yeah. Well, I hadn't seen it until you did the first episode on it last summer. Oh, 
Okay. I had, oddly enough, I just had forgot, like, I didn't know the whole story behind it. I remember seeing it, but then just kind of, you know, going about with the normal. I've been fascinated about this weirdness for like a while now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not this specific, just any weirdness. So it all just starts pulling in through the algorithms. So. Yeah. I don't know. The last one, the last video documentary I watched on it seemed to give some plausible reasons for it just being a chick that climbed into a tank and couldn't get back out there. Everything. Was that the Netflix thing? Yeah. Really? I think so. The the stuff that I've, I haven't watched that, so I don't know what their plausible logic is, but I've listened to some podcasts on her. Um, and they seem to point to some kind of murder. The police said there that the the tank she was found in that the metal piece when they first went there was not closed. That one of them yeah, closed that. it, so it could have been that she got in there and then could not get back out because there wasn't a once you're in there there was no easy way. And they were saying if the the water level fluctuated in this tank, the cylinder tank. So if you're trying to get out of the top, but the water keeps going down, then she could have gotten tired out. And it would make sense that she'd take her clothes off. But they were folded up outside the tank. Oh, but she took them off before she got in. I I thought the clothes were in the tank. I thought the clothes were in the tank too. Like she tried to kick them off while she was in there so she could swim longer. Mm. But... That's Eric poke holes in things. I wanted to poke holes in Joseph's research today, too. Well, that's not the research. That's just some things that I've seen as to plausible But I thought Joseph was going to be talking about portals to other dimensions and stuff. I haven't got to that part yet. Oh, whoops. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait. Poke holes later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the video was, you know, reposted a lot. It got like three million views. On oh, a Chinese video sharing site. She's hitting like all these buttons on the elevator. The door's not stopping for some reason. Yeah, the door or won't the door close. The door won't close for some reason. And then when it does close in the video, it's it just it's odd. It's like all of a sudden everything goes back to normal behavior once she disappears from screen. Yeah, and the timestamp on the on the video is obstructed. Yeah, and yeah. People believe that there's like a piece of the video removed, and yeah. that's why right. the timestamp got distru- disrupted so that you couldn't read it. Yeah. And this hotel's like known for other murder. There's oh, like yeah. murders that where... have stayed there and skid rows around there. Yeah, this is where the Night Stalker stayed. Wow, yeah. kind of classist there, Eric. Yeah. Is it? Poor people, you know, they how they like to murder people. Crime tends to stick around poverty because that's... It does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the most policed and with they're looking for things the most. They're in survival mode. They're like, oh, I don't have any money, so rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> whoa. Oh, my God. I made it... <laughs> My sister went on a date with a dude who claims his legal name is um, Evil Black. 
Oh shit! I know Evil Black. I was gonna Do say you? Morgan knows that guy. Do you <laughs> fucking know him? He rides a motorcycle. He smells like fucking he armpit. He wears like yeah. He wears like yes, the he does bird mask for a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in the car with my sister. I, I, I don't know what, when. when let is me this rephrase. Recent? I don't know if they went on a date, but she talked. She was talking to this guy, and I could tell by my sister's tone of voice that she was like kind of giddy about it. So I may have assumed date, but she definitely met a guy recently. So she's telling me this. So I start looking up the bird mask, you know, to get an idea of what it, because I kind of remembered. Anyways, on fucking Amazon, they got this pigeon rubber mask that <laughs> fits over your head. <laughs> and I'm like, immediately, I'm like, guys, because my, my uh, nephew's in the back seat, and he's, if I'm a social justice warrior, he's like, I don't know. He's your boss. Yeah, he's my <laughs> boss. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just saying, if I was the news reporter and I had to report that someone was going around with this thing on sexually assaulting people, I wouldn't be able to do it with a straight face because it's like this fucking pigeon head. And then I started like making the like, yes, weird noises. Like, can you imagine somebody going around this thing fucking raping people? It'd be awful, but. It's the image is really funny. Making the pigeon noises yeah. while they're humping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this guy, he's an electrician. <laughs> That's how I know him. He we okay. worked on a fucking huge um, job with him and he as they were putting in as they were installing conduit for the job, what was the old PlayStation handheld thing? My my little brother had one. PSP? PSP, yeah. He had a PSP and he took like he had like all the conduit that they had ran in this building laid out throughout his PSP between pictures and just like some 3D blueprint thing that he made on there yeah. and shit. Yeah, it was really neat. He's wow. in my opinion your sister going out on a date with him is like combining Eric and Joseph together into one person. Why'd you have to do that? That's my that's my opinion of Evil Black. We're all having a good time. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> making it weird. Yeah. Oh, that was great. At least it's not fucking that one dude's face. I can't get out of my head forever. <laughs> well, that dude. That dude like rotten. Goes everywhere on his motorcycle. Yeah. Like, I see him, uh, like, loaded down with grocery bags. Yeah. I see his bike parked up at the... Uh, at the supply the, house, at right? At the supply house, yeah. And it's got, like, a, a Milwaukee pack out on yeah. the back of his bike. Yeah, I give him the nod every time I see him, because it's like, I know, he, like, we never met or anything, but it's like, he's a motorcycle guy, you know, and he's a construction <laughs> guy, and he's, like, doing the... Like, he's got the bike loaded down. I it's like him. badass. I like him. I've never met him. Yeah. I just heard the. He can do better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh shit. I don't know. I'm sorry, that was wrong. Lisa Lamb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Discovery right. of the body. Wow. We. This should just be called the tangents. <laughs> this whole fucking episode. During the search for Lamb. <clears throat> Jesus. Guests at the hotel began complaining about low water pressure. Some later claimed that their water was colored black and had an unusual taste. Oh. There's a bad joke in there. 
Um, on the morning of February 19th, Santiago Lopez, a hotel manager worker, <laughs> found Lamb's body in one of the four 1,000-gallon tanks located on the roof providing water to guest rooms, a kitchen, and a coffee shop. Through the open hatch, he saw Lamb lying face up in the water. Yeah. I think that's the guy they interviewed, and he said that the hatch was open. That okay. it was not closed, because that would... If it was closed, then you would think, okay, this has to be either somebody put her in there or somebody came later and put it on without realizing there was a body in there, which also seems weird. Yeah. But if it was just open and she went in there, then that's not as weird. Sorry. Yeah, I guess so. On February 21st, the Los Angeles coroner's office issued a finding of accidental drowning with bipolar disorder as a significant factor. The full coroner's report released in June stated that Lamb's body had been found naked, clothing similar to what she was wearing in the elevator video, was floating in the water, coated with a sand-like particulate. Her watch and room key were also found with her. Lamb's body was moderately decomposed and bloated. It was mostly greenish, with some marbling evident on the abdomen and skin separation evident. There was no evidence of physical trauma, sexual assault, or suicide. Toxicology tests showed traces consistent with prescription medication found among her belongings, plus non-prescription drugs such as Sinutab and ibuprofen. A very small quantity of alcohol was present, but no other recreational drugs. Investigators and experts have, however, noted that the concentration of her prescription drugs in her system indicated that she was under-medicating or had stopped taking her medications recently. And I will say, bi bipolar, especially if it's bipolar 1, the more, like, um, extreme, if you will, uh -huh. has a lot of... Um, you see people with odd beh behaviors with that, like mania um, looks really weird mm. sometimes. Mm. They do really, um, you know, some people are convinced that they're like the owner of a hospital, even though they know that they Almost don't own psychosis. the hospital. Well, they get delusional. Um, okay, yeah. But erratic behaviors, like especially with like spending money and shit like that, people just go out and start buying new cars and houses and just doing things that they would not normally do if they were not in like a manic state. That could account for some odd behaviors. The investigation had determined how Lamb died, but did not initially offer an explanation as to how she got into the tank in the first place. Doors and stairs that access the hotel's roof are locked, with only staff having the passcodes and keys, and any attempt to force them would supposedly have triggered an alarm. The hotel's fire escape could have allowed her to bypass those security measures. Her scent trail was lost near a window that connected to it. A video posted to the internet after Lamb's death showed that the roofs, the hotel's roof was easily accessible via, via the fire escape and that two of the lids of the water tanks were open. And that's where the dogs, like in the video, that's where the dogs took the cops was to the fire escape and that's where it ended was that window where the fire escape was. So she easily could have went up her fire escape. Oh, shit. To the roof. <clears throat> yeah. Apart from the question of how she got on the roof, others asked if she could have gotten into the tank by herself. All four tanks were four by eight foot, 
cylinders propped up on concrete blocks. There was no fixed access to them, and hotel workers had to use a ladder to look at the water. They were protected by heavy lids that would be difficult to replace from within. The hotel employee who found the bodies said that the lid was open at the time, removing the issue of how she could have closed the lid from the inside. Police dogs that searched through the hotel for Lamb, even on the roof, shortly after her disappearance was noted, did not find any trace of her. Hmm. It seems odd that they wouldn't find any trace of her on the roof, I if guess. If she was climbing, if she had done it herself. Also, right. if it's the tank is four, eight feet tall, you said yeah. they're four by eight, I'm assuming eight feet tall, yeah. and propped up on blocks, which would probably put it more like nine to ten feet. So without a ladder, how would she have gotten in? Right. Unless she was like Spider-Man. Could be somebody just put her in there and took the ladder and put it away because they were, you know. Killing her. They were polite. And, you know, when you borrow a tool, you put it back where you've got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. The autopsy report and its conclusions were also questioned based on the incomplete information. For instance, it does not say what the results of the rape kit and fingernail kit were or even if they were processed. It also records subcutaneous pooling of blood in Lamb's anal area, which some observers suggested was a sign of sexual abuse. Why did that make me laugh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> One pathologist noted it could have been the result from bloating in the course of the body's decomposition, and her rectum was also prolapsed. Even the coroner's pathologist... <laughs> Are you guys trying not to laugh? <laughs> <laughs> <Kinda>. Yeah. <laughs> Even, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with us. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> just, just, I, don't, I, feel, I feel shame about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I heard anus, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and you, you said prolapse, and I'm like, <laughs> like the porn ladies. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go home and pray the, pray the rosary tonight. Maybe oh, that'll help. Good for you. Even the coroner's pathologists appeared to be ambivalent about their conclusion that Lamb's death was accidental. Since her death, her Tumblr blog was updated, presumably through Tumblr's queue option that allows posts to automatically publish themselves when the user is away. Her phone was not found either with her body or in the, her hotel room. It has been assumed to have been stolen at some time around her death. Whether the continued updates to her blog were facilitated by the theft of her phone, the work of a hacker, or through the queue is not known, nor is whether the updates were related to her death. Does it say what the updates were? Probably somewhere. <laughs> I feel like that's important to, they obviously wouldn't be through the queue if they're, you know, personal kind of updates. I'm, yeah, they were probably fashion related things. She was doing like a fashion blog or something. I'm kind of like a, the simplest solution type person. So I think if something did happen, my first place I would want to go, like, or the first kind of theory I would formulate is that um, there was like a ladder left where it shouldn't have been, that she had access to an area that she should not have had access to. And I found the um, manager of that hotel off. So I could see someone not wanting to be held liable for this accident and then removing things that would make it apparent that they were liable for the accident happening. Like which move makes the ladder. It, right, which makes it now look overall mysterious. Plus they have the they can lean back on, well, hey, this is a weird murder motel anyways. 
I noticed in my my research that people had mentioned that the manager of the hotel seemed oddly disconnected from the event somehow. I got a weird feeling. Oh, I did not hear that. Really? Yeah, I just got a weird vibe off of her. And I just, when I was listening, I'm thinking this could easily be like they didn't want to be held liable for this shit. So they just moved a couple things around and bam, mystery. I don't know why I did the, <laughs> the mystery. Yeah. Mystery. <laughs> God, that Morgan commercial we did just <laughs> fell off the rails at the end. <laughs> Aw. Did it? I didn't think well, it just did. The absurdity. Of oh. it. it was funny, but just all the, you know, the <laughs> overly flamboyant yeah overly flamboyant me calling people sluts <laughs> right you sluts okay have y'all heard anything about this possibly being a serial killer i don't i don't know i don't remember it if i have Mm-mm, no I, when i was researching this i found a an unsolved homicide of a person named githa angara from 2005, which would be like, what, eight years previous, who is also found drowned in a water tank in New Jersey. Like Stephanie Veal. (laughs) Stephanie Veal and Patrick Beef. (laughs) Wait, what was the name again? (laughs) Geetha Angara. I'm joking. Like, she's Elisa Lamb, so there's Uh like Frederick Beef. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a stupid joke. Very... (laughs) He's he's not a prolific serial killer because it has to be a female with like a last name that is a type of yeah. meat, and yeah. then there has to be an available water tank. Yeah, so it's pretty far and few between. Just to maintain his mo. Yeah, <laughs> very into patterns. Yeah. Okay, so you know, look that one up if you want. I'm not going to read that one because that's a whole other thing. All right, here's some theories that I found. Uh, she committed suicide. Uh, those who have read through her blog can vouch for the fact that Lamb suffered from depression and was documenting her inner turmoil. Police found no evidence to suggest she killed herself, and even if she did, that doesn't explain the events leading up to her death or how she got into the water tank, especially when she could have just jumped from the hotel roof or from a window. And that's that's my issue with the suicide thing, too. Yeah. I, this is somebody else writing this, but I agree I mean, if you're up there, why not just jump off the fucking building like everybody else at the Cecil Hotel? Yeah, it seems like a weird suicide. It seems like an odd choice of suicide. Why would you want to drag it out? Odd location, odd, yeah, everything's odd about it. Uh, she accidentally drowned. Many feel bipolar disorder was blamed for Lamb's death. Some, though not all, forms of bipolar disorder can cause hallucinations if not treated. Some speculate Lamb had a manic episode thought someone was pursuing her and accidentally drowned while trying to hide in the water tank, never mind how she got into the water tank. Yes, when paranoid delusions and stuff start getting involved in mental illnesses, um, people get wacky. Yeah, it says the, uh, the biggest problem with this theory is that her medication for bipolar disorder was in her system, according to the autopsy report, so her illness was not being left untreated during her travels, although it might have... I've, they previously said that it was under, underdosed. If you know, and her from what I I don't remember the specific behaviors, but I remember thinking 
the way in which she was acting towards her roommates seemed like someone who was acting erratically as if they could be man mania could explain why she was acting the way she was towards her roommates. I, I wish I remembered the behavior they were talking about. It was like, people don't act like she was acting. Yeah. I didn't weird. run into anything about her experience in that, the experience in that room. Yeah. Her roommates did not dig. A matter of fact, they moved her to a different room. The hotel moved Elisa lamb to a different room away right. from the other people because of her behaviors. All right, she was tripping on drugs. That sounded so dated. Drug tripper. <laughs> she was smoking the dopes. <laughs> the devil's lettuce. Yeah. According to police, the only things in Lamb's system were her regular prescription medications for bipolar, bipolar disorder. And a gallon of semen. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. That is a lot of fucking cum. That would be a lot of cum. However, in the <laughs> elevator footage, she clearly looks as if she's hallucinating, and considering how much time has passed before her body was found, it's possible that any other drugs she was on might have passed through her system or been destroyed by decay. She also could have been on some kind of hallucinatory drug that she wasn't even tested for, self-described body language experts. I'm a self-described body language expert. That's like, yeah, the, that's like I'm bullshit. the prophet of West Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spend too much time on YouTube is what that says to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, these uh, self-described body language experts, that's in air quotes too, um, have you, concluded that her odd behavior. up from my body language? <laughs> is that I don't believe you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they they have concluded that her odd behavior on the security camera footage may have been consistent with someone using narcotics. These wow. same experts analyzed her movements and felt Lamb was not afraid of whoever she was talking to off camera. In fact, they say she's behaving like she is attracted to that person being playful and co, co what's that word? Coquettish. So co yeah, I think so. So. I don't like that theory. Sometimes, like, um, mental illness can look like drug use, yeah. right? So I yeah. had a I had a contractor one time that I had to pull off the job. The guy was fucking going crazy on the job. He had never acted like this before, and it was it was a mental illness that showed up while we were on this job. But I mean, yeah. he'd be out there taking his fucking shirt off in the middle of the yard with the homeowners, like daughters there and stuff and <laughs> yeah. fucking like turning on some Dave Ramsey shit and just blasting it through this giant speaker. He'd set up Bluetooth on the porch yeah. and, and uh, coming up with all these crazy things for us to do on this job that was nowhere near the budget. Yeah. You know, and having us do them, and then we'd go to get paid, and they'd be like, "What the fuck? What what the fuck is going on here in our house?" You oh, know, wow. yeah. And uh, somebody else ended up having to take over the job. I had to leave the job because I couldn't associate with what he was doing. I couldn't associate my business with what was going on. And his buddy kept saying, like, he would tell me about him, tell me about him, you know, stripping out of his clothes in the middle of the yard in the middle of the day and stuff, and. I'm like, man, it, this dude's like doing meth or something because my mind automatically goes to drug use because that's 
that behavior is what I'm used to seeing with drug use. You know, guys take a hit of crack and they they yeah. get naked. I mean, women too, but shit. people take yeah. a hit of crack and yeah. they start stripping their clothes off. They start looking weird. They, you know, all kinds of weird things. Right. Turned out it was a mental disorder and he got on medicine and got better. You know, not got yeah. better, but got it under control right. where he could function his business again. So that was my tangent. Okay, bye. Yeah, I've, I've seen the video and uh, like I said, I just watched it again today. And she does have that kind of like, Movements kind of reminded me of like when people uh, like shoot up meth, like get a real blast of meth and they do that thing where they're like twisting their body around, like involuntarily moving all the time, you know? Some of this I found offensive though was like that she was being flirtatious with whoever was off camera, if there was anyone off camera. Because I was looking at that, I was like, that is not, I am an expert in the art of lovemaking and that is not (laughs) flirtation. (laughs) Self-proclaimed. expert <laughs> i think the safer route is to say it's hard to assume whether that was flirtation or not on this type of camera you don't have sound you don't know if anybody's over there you don't know what their behaviors are yeah are they like pointing a gun at her or like- i found it odd that i mean you got a camera in the elevator you don't have camera in the hallway you don't have camera anywhere this is the only camera in the whole fucking building this one in the elevator that's it is that it? That and the one in the toilet. Is that the only one? They've removed their headphones. We're taking a piss break. Piss break. And I have drained the main vein. We're back. Okay. I did not. Nobody, nothing left my body. Nobody else peed. It was just me. I told Joseph about my nightmares. Eric was regaling me with tales of murder. Murder, yeah. murder, murder, like, murder. Is that like a flock of crows? Yeah. A uh, group of crows is a murder. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a group of ravens is called? Cunt. A conspiracy. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> Just start answering things with, hey, do you know what a, yeah, do you know what a, what, what you, what you, what you, what you is called? A cunt. No. Why would you say that? (laughs) All right. Here's another uh, theory about this. All right. This one's a little offensive to me. Offensive theories! (laughs) (laughs) She was killed by a creeper. (laughs) I love that you're offended by that. (laughs) One of Elisa's blog posts apparently complained of some creeper yeah while staying at the hotel it's entirely possible that some guy was stalking her i remember creeper apparently is always a guy um who stalks a woman yeah it's always a heterosexual male um and whether (laughs) and whether on purpose or not was responsible for her death and tried to hide her body lamb was found naked yet her clothes were thrown in with her and her phone was missing there was evidence of anal bleeding. However, it was blamed on her body decomposing in the water tank. It's unclear if she was given a rape kit or if it was ever processed. Now, I'm somewhat of an expert on anal bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> self-proclaimed. <laughs> now I have to measure that prolapse. <laughs> <laughs> Test it for solvents. 
I mean, is anal bleeding common with decomposition? I would think so. I think Probably. blood starts leaving your your vessels and stuff break down. So blood. Yeah, as from what I understand, when you pass on, your body's there, and the blood through gravity just kind of sinks to the low parts. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. And you're you're floating. That's how they can tell if a body's been moved and stuff like if you, that. Yeah, yeah. If you're floating face up. Yeah. Then the backside would be the low parts. The backside. The backside is the low parts. <laughs> when they drain the blood, do they just put them in like, um, like a washing machine that spins the blood out of their body? <laughs> I, uh, I think they have like a long metal straw with a sharp point on it. Suck and the they blood suck out. it. <laughs> yeah. It is Dr. Acula here to suck your blood. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing so hard at that. Oh, God, that was a good one. Shit. Please <laughs> leave just, the room. Did you just come up with that or is that <laughs> Dr. You Acula? I forget where I've heard You've it, seen before. it before. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, God, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. She was murdered by a hotel employee is another one. There's no conclusive evidence that Elisa was murdered, but there's nothing to prove that she wasn't murdered either. Cue Eric. You can't prove a negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Cecil Hotel has attracted serial killers before. So what's to say there wasn't one working there during Elisa's stay? But yeah. 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 What's to say there wasn't yeah. one working there now? Or... Yeah. There might be one working in this room right now. I was now. about to say, there could be one in this room. What the fuck? <laughs> what kind of sense does that make? It doesn't. <laughs> so, someone who knew she was traveling alone and had access to a room, someone who had keys to the roof and the alarm code, someone who knew where to stand in order to stay off camera and had access to all the footage, perhaps doctoring it later. As far as Lamb's reason for pushing a bunch of buttons, self-defense experts recommend doing this when being attacked in an elevator. I looked that shit up because I was like, that seems like a totally stupid thing to do when being attacked in an elevator. Yeah. Yeah. To focus on the buttons seems like a ridiculous thing to do. So I looked it up. Apparently, the logic behind that is you're in the elevator. You don't hit the stop button. This is a PSA. You get attacked in the elevator. Do not hit the stop button because that literally huh. stops the elevator. And so then you're stuck in the elevator with the person you're fighting with. Yeah. You hit all the buttons so that it will stop and the door will open. The and if door- you can't get out there, you get out every floor where the door opens. And potentially there's some help at one of the doors. The yeah. door was open. She yeah. was at a floor and the door was open. And it was so, just hanging open. Yeah. yeah. Well, it and doesn't she, really apply here. I th- well, I think someone went and checked the button. She went like straight down the middle. And I think they found like a door open button in the middle. So it may have been her fault that the door was open. Yeah. yeah. And she kept walking through the door, setting off that electric eye. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. It's old fucking hotel too. Okay. All right. Yeah. That was my Al Pacino. Okay. Okay. Soccer. <laughs> okay, you want to play? All right. <laughs> Her death was inspired by the movie Dark Water. I just want to say that was the best impersonation I think I've heard you do. 
Are you being serious? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. All right. Dark Water. Got it. Yeah. Elisa Lam's death is so eerily similar to the horror movie Dark Water released in 2005, which is oddly enough the year that, uh, that other person was found in a water tank, that it almost seems as if there were a design, a case of life imitating art, perhaps? Elisa Lam's death could have been caused by someone trying to emulate a Hollywood film. Not only does the film depict residents of an old haunted building complaining of foul-tasting dark water coming from their taps, but cause, but the cause is also a girl decomposing in the water tank on the roof. If mm. that weren't creepy enough connection, the film's main characters are a mother named Dahlia and her daughter Cecilia, like the Black Dahlia and Cecil Hotel. Huh. There are also elevator malfunctions and young Cecilia can be seen talking to thin air in the elevator because her imaginary friend is there. Get the fuck out of town. That's kind of weird. I haven't seen that movie. Have you seen it? I haven't seen the movie, but I remember the connections. Have you seen it, Joseph? No, I don't think I've seen that one. I saw The Ring. You got the... Um... <laughs> <laughs> You got the information on that, um, the guy that was like a metal rocker that people were trying to say he did it, like he came out with some song. And this dude actually came out like later to explain himself. Like he does all these like, you know, slasher metal, really gory death music stuff but it's like an art you know yeah i think i did and see people that started somewhere. accusing him of doing it and it really started to affect him personally because he's you know people are like hunting him down trying Jesus. to find out if he killed this lady or not he's like it's art it's art chill the fuck out yeah before i kill you yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like as he's talking, he's, well, he's got like a big dildo suction to his forehead. <laughs> fucking art, right? <laughs> That's a, like an American black metal musician, right? We're not talking like Norwegian black metal. Um, he, I think he's a different ethnicity than like your general like white America person. White it, America! If it was like Norwegian black metal, dude, they they get real over there. Yeah. They like literally murder each other. I want to say art. this guy was like Hispanic or Latino. I don't know. I Latinx. Don't Latinx. 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 <laughs> They're oh. all latex now. I'm going to go back to my neighborhood and get my ass kicked now. Wow. What's up, my latex <laughs> brethren? <laughs> <laughs> all right. She was assassinated. With a case as unsettling as this, it's no surprise that conspiracy theorists have stepped up to share their bizarre versions of events. Apparently, Elisa posted online about a Pentagon-funded invisibility cloaking project right before she died. This project has been in the works uh, for the United States and South Korea for some time now. Many have speculated that the government or even private company may have ordered her assassination for interfering or oversharing. Perhaps her strange behavior in the elevator wasn't so strange. We just couldn't see her invisible cloak-wearing assailant. Ooh. I want it to be true, but I'm pretty but. sure corporations don't give a flying fuck if you talk about stuff. Did they assassinate her by sucking her colon out of her anus? Isn't that what a prolapsed anus is? Just a little bit. <laughs> Not all the way. 
I don't actually know what a prolapsed anus is. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think it's when the stuff like yeah. swells up and comes out instead of staying yeah. up in there where it belongs from Isn't like too a much attention. Hemorrhoid. I think it's bigger. I think the inside like starts coming out. Uh like Part from, of me really hopes there's people shouting at their podcasting device that they're listening to this on right now. And it's like, it how do you not know what a prolapsed anus is? <laughs> <laughs> honey, Tom honey said, get the camera. We're sending pics. Yeah. <laughs> Tom said he yells at us when he's listening to our show so that we get out. Because he knows what it is that we're trying to articulate. He's like, I'm always yelling at you guys. It's just aft, you morons. (laughs) It means back. There's no no mystery here. (laughs) Oh, I love that one. Like drawing pentagrams and shit, trying to figure it out. What is the algorithm? (laughs) All right, here's another one. I kind of like this one, too. She was a tuberculosis drug testing subject. As it turns out, the time frame during which Elisa Lam was staying at the Cecil Hotel coincided with a severe tuberculosis outbreak on Skid Row and in most of the downtown areas surrounding the hotel. The strange part is the TB test being used in the area was the enzyme-linked immunosorbent assay called... The Lam Elisa for short. That's fucking weird. <laughs> also, Isanozaid. Isan. Here's one of those words. How you say that, Eric? <laughs> Isanozaid. Isanozaid. I don't know. Annie's yelling at the screen at the yeah, computer I now. I don't know how to pronounce that. It looks like typo. Nobody's <laughs> listening to podcasts on computers. Oh, well, whatever. She's yelling at her. Car. Okay. Is <laughs> <laughs> the most commonly used antibiotic for TB patients, and its side effects include confusion and abnormal behavior. Lamb's to- toxicology screening didn't find anything strange in her system, but many conspiracy theorists think the drug test results were forged or altered in some way because of all the delays in the report's release. There are those who also think Elisa Lamb never existed and in this case was fabricated to distract from an intentional government-sponsored TB outbreak and testing. This would ensure that anyone who tries to research the test Lamb Elisa will only get met with a flood of information on Elisa Lamb. That last part is ridiculous. Yeah, that's a lot of... That is a lot of work. A lot of wasted effort there. <laughs> all you have to do to, to avoid doing all that work is put a football game on, you know, or like put on like some, like a cage match or something. Yeah. Like two chicks in a cage match and like, we'll forget all about it. Yeah. Or, Hey, let Xbox series X actually be in stores. Yeah. Just it's simple. (laughs) It's giving my fucking Xbox series X now, like Walmart, like just, you know, what I would consider normal distributors of stuff like that have jacked their prices up to like eight hundred dollars. So now it's not just like eBay doing it. It's I'm not even changed. sure I'm getting another system. I'm not either. I'm disillusioned by the whole thing. I'm definitely not getting a PS five anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, well. it's not there's no point in it. They yeah. are they are over six hundred dollars in Target, the PS fives are. I looked. 
Yeah, the I I was looking online and they were like at eight hundred dollars through Walmart. Jesus, it's yeah. just a See? regular like they call it some bundle, but the bundle like it comes with fucking batteries or something. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, extra packaging you can throw yeah. away. You get a fanny pack. Her death was a sacrifice. Sacrifice. The Cecil Hotel seems to have a black cloud hanging over it, some otherworldly curse seeping through its halls. If ever a place could have bad juju, the Cecil is it. Hotels are high traffic areas, so there are sure to be some less than savory characters and associated tragedies from time to time, but the Cecil goes way beyond the norm. Throughout the 1950s and 60s, Cecil Hotel was known as a place to commit suicide and murder. Whatever darkness lurks in the Cecil Hotel has attracted two serial killers, Richard Ramirez, as we all affectionately know as the Night Stalker, was living in the hotel in 1985, and Jack Jack Untenwager was staying in the hotel in 1991 when he murdered three prostitutes, strangling them with their own bras. I don't know why they're giving us details. Sorry, yes, I did. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I, I know. Yes, yeah, strangling to what them they with were... their own bras. Why, why are you giving us this detail? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was my reaction in my head. I was able to keep it inside, though. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what condition were their anuses in? <laughs> Prolapse. <laughs> Long before Lisa Lom walked the halls of the Cecil. There were tragic deaths and talk of ghosts associated with the property. Since its grand opening in the 1920s, there have been numerous suicides, murders, and bizarre accidental deaths. Like in 1962, when Pauline Oton jumped from the ninth floor and landed on a pedestrian walking on the street below, Yikes. killing both of them instantly. Some have even claimed the Cecil Hotel was the last place the Black Dahlia was seen alive. Uh, many different ghost stories about Lamb's death have made the rounds. Some say Lamb was being tormented by an evil spirit in the elevator, while others say she was actually possessed by a spirit that forced her to commit suicide. We haven't done Black Dahlia. No, I listened to a really good podcast on the Black Dahlia, though. Man, that is, there is some stuff there. I, is it, one well, of us planning on doing that, it? That, that female who does, uh, is, is it safe there's, to say female anymore? There's two of them. <laughs> Who's like, she's a... Uh, a mortician or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, she had all that stuff, like the medical. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, she traveled to another dimension. Is I like this one. To say female. The Korean elevator game requires a building at least 10 stories high and one player to enter an elevator alone and press a series of buttons in order to open a gateway to a parallel dimension. This new dimension looks much like the same, except it's dark. Uh, electronic devices don't work. And once the elevator doors reopen, you'll see nothing outside the windows but a red cross. If anything seems off, you are not supposed to leave the elevator. And that's the elevator game shit, right? Yeah. Um, what she was doing did not look like the elevator game, game to me, though. No, yeah, right. not, not from what I've read on the elevator game. What was that, Eric? So if you want the uh, instructions on how to play the elevator game, I can get those to you. If not. Hey, guys, this is this guy with Jeff Dying and this guy. 
I just officially checked out of Joseph's episode. <laughs> so I'm oh. making a video. <laughs> wow. What a dick. What a dick. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the last one. God. That's a funny idea, though, right? Oh, Eric just made a fucking clapper slash TikTok video while we were doing the show. Wait, say that again. <laughs> Make it more authentic this time. Yeah. Eric just fucking did a clapper slash TikTok video while we were fucking doing the show. Jesus. Real classy. <laughs> Do it again. Real classy, man. Thanks. <laughs> I'll edit that together. Okay. I Shit. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we'll, I'll skip the elevator game instructions. Here's the last one. You know, because people might want to play the elevator game. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Should I pause it? No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we just everybody start watching videos. <laughs> All right. She had a bizarre connection to Aleister Crowley. The Aleister Crowley connection is more of a series of strange coincidences, unless you believe in inter interdimensional travel as Crowley did. The notorious occultist claimed to have met a being described as similar to gray aliens named Lamb. Uh, furthermore, it's believed that after this interaction, Crowley used a magic ritual to open a portal of entry between Lamb's dimension and ours, which is, of course, of interest to those who think that's exactly what Lamb was doing on the elevator. Crowley also wrote a poem um, while staying at the Cecil Hotel called uh, Jephtha. And it, Jephtha sacrifices his daughter Celia not only does Celia sound close to Cecil, but is also an anagram of Elisa. Wasn't a character on the Blackwater named Celia? Or was it Cecilia? No, I'm looking for it. Talia and her daughter, Cecilia. It's just spelled differently. Oh, gotcha. It's with C's instead of S's. C's. But it is a similar word, which is... That's how the matrix works. Mm. Things get repeated. Little bits of stuff end up here and there. There's a lot of, of things going on. There's a lot of things going on. Little bits of stuff in there. No bitties. Well, that's it. Oh, was that it? Yeah, that was a long one. That's, that's what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Oh, are you fucking Joseph's already taking his headphones off and leaving? He's like cranked up the motorcycle. Got auto start on his remote. Yeah, it's got just an just enough non information and in parts to let people go crazy with, you know? The whole thing. Yeah. Not Joseph's research, but the whole yeah, Elisa the, the Long whole thing. Story. Yeah. So has enough little weird bits where people can just yeah have eat their heart out when it comes to conspiracy theories. Yeah, so. there is. It seems a lot of that stuff seems like oddly strange. The tuberculosis stuff seems really weird to me. It does. the The name matching, the tuberculosis outbreak, and stuff. That's all extremely weird. I don't know about the cloaking device. Or Aleister Crowley for I my I looked taste. up the uh, cloaking device thing the first time, I think. Yeah, I remember you. I did this. Mm -hmm. And I could find 
nothing about it. Oh, other that's than right. Stuff or the company. Yeah. Lamb. Was this like the Alpha Omega Institute or some shit? Or that right. was something. That, that was, was on the mystery that's, sphere. That's oh, mystery okay. sphere. But it was a similar yeah. type thing. Yep. It was like a, a really cool evil empire sounding name. That was only related to this story. That was only related to the story, just like in Bet's Mystery Sphere. Yeah. Which I think could be, you know, because like if you're like some group of people, like, you know, we'll call them the CIA, but it, it's probably <laughs> not something that obvious, you know. Yeah. You start like a fake company so that you can gather right. information or like shield. Pretend. Yeah. You you put up a storefront <laughs> that's like this business and you really do whatever the fuck you want back there. Oh, yeah. Well, Morgan, did I tell you about that latest Marvel show and or movie I watched? <laughs> <laughs> Was it Iron Fist? No. Jesus. <laughs> I have seen the beginning of, or the first season of that. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. I didn't know there was more than one season. I watched The Daredevils, uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, well, Iron Fist, and then The Defenders, and then I fell off after The Defenders. Yeah, well, Iron Fist has to like deal with his... um. His brother from uh, another mother, yeah, from another mother, but from that city that he used to live in, that cloud city or whatever. Oh yeah, um, Kung Long, Kung, Kung, right? Yeah, and his brother uh, Davos, who uh, finds a way to get his own version of the Iron Fist. Oh shit! Wait, don't tell me too much more. Oh, I want to yeah. watch it. I'm again. sorry. Yeah, yeah, you'll remember. Yeah, because I want to get into that. Because I want to, <laughs> you know, um. Iron Fist, some grannies. The Daredevil is going to be on. Daredevil is going to be on a, the next Spider-Man movie, the yes, She-Hulk, sir. and uh, something else. I used to up. like She-Hulk when I was like in, uh, you know, high school and yeah, me too. Early, uh, early college. She's I was tall like, and yeah, built right, long yeah. flowing hair. Mm-hmm. I could deal with some green. Anyways, uh, and the so the actor from the Daredevil series on Netflix is going to be playing Matt Murdock and Daredevil in these other series and movies, and um, the Punisher is also going to be coming back out. Oh shit! Yeah, which was trouble. The, the Punisher was phenomenal. That on shit Netflix. was good. Yeah, that there's another was, season yeah. of that too. I believe. Yeah, there's two seasons of that. I've watched those. It's fucking. Good. I'm trying that to watch them in order. Yeah, that's what I did. Well, then how'd you Jeez. miss the Iron Fist? I watched Iron Fist. That's I just like right didn't at the see beginning. the next season. So. Well, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> have a good morning. Have a good whatever. <clears throat> <clears throat>